you will not listen, you will not see, you will not. So I said, okay, I will let him go into the room, so walk up in, a, in this beautiful uh, uh, scenery of the Sea of Galilee, and then I will come to say hello to you. So I wish you a pleasant journey in the Holy Land. It's great to have you with us, and I will not take much of your time. Thank you so much. And thank you, Amir, and uh, our wonderful guy, uh, driver, and uh, I am sure you will enjoy our services. Thank you. That was all right. We're on our way to Caesarea Philippi. We have a two and a half hour drive, and it's gonna be great. Let me open something word of prayer as we get ready to head on this morning. Father, we love you. God, we thank you for just an incredible morning uh, to see the sights and to just be reminded of your faithfulness all over again this morning. And God, as we uh, just venture out today and we see the word come to life, Father, I pray you just speak to our hearts. And uh, God, we love you. We thank you. And uh, we worship you all day long. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's go. Amen. Magda is right over there. This is, this is a, a mushab named Fukuk. But it's, it's all in this, within the same vicinity. Magdala is right there to that side. We were going to be there. I mean, we're going to be in the original Magdala this afternoon. So you'll be able to see more Marie Magdala. Not the modern town, but I mean the real town. Anyway, guys, good morning, everyone. Hope you had some night's sleep. I know it's uh, first night is not really the easiest, but I mean, uh, hopefully a little bit of sleep. Um, let you run along the drive. I'm going to uh, kind of hand over to you. Uh, we have like a whisper system, so you're going to have uh, receivers with the headphones. And uh, so what, when we are air conditioning? Um, and then, uh, so when we touring outside of the bus, uh, I'll be able to speak on a microphone. You can, you'll be able to wander around, uh, listen to me at the same time. And if you really get rid of me and get sick of me, you can always turn it off. Um, so that's, that's going to be uh, your your way to escape, your escape route. Um, anyway, guys. So uh, as we said before, our first uh, stop today is going to be in Caesarea Philippi. It's about an hour drive from here, uh, further north. I don't know how many of you got the maps with you. But if you got your maps, you can uh, actually take them out, if you wish. Yes, I did not. And, uh, I'm sorry. Amen. Amen. What I'm trying showing you is uh, a little bit of an orientation of where we are and where we're gonna go. So, uh, so yesterday we came from the airport, which is around this area. And we drive, here is Tel Aviv by the way, here is Jerusalem, the airport is around here and from here we basically drop the whole way up to the Sea of Galilee. So Tiberias is just a little bit south of us, uh, we're driving along the Sea of Galilee which is a freshwater lake of course, um, we're driving on the west side of it, we're going to drive all along and actually make our way to up here, almost to the Lebanese border. I'll show it to you when we get there as well, but if you have your maps, it's easier to follow. You just go up with 90, and then on 99, you go east, and you'll see a tiny small dot saying Banyas. Banyas is actually what we call Caesarea Philippi. Um, the name originally was Panias. It was named after God Pan, the Greek god. 
so it was dedicated to him. It's the only place in the world there were seven different temples dedicated to Pan. So Panias was the city of Pan. In the early Muslims period, as there is no sound P in the Arabic language, so every P would be uh, would be uh, would be uh, heard as B. The Panias turned into Banyas. So that's the name you're going to find on the map. It's the common name of today, Panias. But Panias, in the first century, turned into Caesarea Philippi. Who was Philippi? One of King Herod's sons, right? So he's the one who actually ruled that part of the Galilee after Herod passed away. And he actually rebuilt it and named it Caesarea Philippi. So Panias turned into Caesarea Philippi, later on Banyas, and after today it's Banyas. Today it's an archaeological site. There's no any living community over there today. But it was located on a major, major road connecting the Mediterranean Sea with the city of Damascus. So that's basically up there, and this is our first stop. You all know the scriptures of Caesarea Philippi. We're going to have to definitely read and talk about it a little bit when we get there. Um, it is not going to be like a very long stop over there because uh, as I said I mean we have a lot to see and we want to cover everything um, but at least to get a feel of the place and the strategic importance of it um, so that's our first stop later on we're going to drive back down towards the Sea of Galilee and everything else we're going to see today would be around the lake itself all the sites we have around the lake uh, we're going to cover today uh, including as I said I mean at the end of the day we're going to actually be uh, on the lake itself uh, on a boat, um, yeah, to have like a very, very nice summary for the day. So that's in terms of the orientation. Another thing I wanted to show you about, I mean, within the map, which um, which is interesting. I mean, across of the lake, you can see there is up there is a ridge right across of the lake. This is the Golan Heights. I guess you've heard the name. The only part of Israel. Our contemporary Israel, which is across of the Jordan River, means in the eastern back of the Jordan River, would be that part east of the lake, which is called the Golan Heights. After 1967, this has all been Jordan. I mean, between 48 and 67. That's been uh, that's been Syria. Sorry, that's been Syria. In 1967, during what we call the Six Day War, together with many other parts of the land that were captured by Israel, the Golan Heights were captured from Syria. It is the only piece of land to be, I would say, officially annexed by the state of Israel in 1981. So according to the Israeli law, the Golan Heights is part of Israel. The only country to recognize it, at least for now, is the United States, as uh, President Trump has actually recognized the uh, annexation of the Golan Heights to be part of Israel. And there is a place in the Golan Heights in order to honor him that is named uh, Trump Heights. So they really like uh, built a community, named it after Trump, and uh, you have the Trump uh, Towers, you have the Trump, uh, whatever, you have the Trump Heights in the Golan Heights. No, no, we, we're not going there, I'm just saying. So, so it's right over there, it's really across of the lake, so when you sit uh, outside of the hotel room and you look at the, the lake and you look on the other side, that would actually be the Golan Heights. Um, in the Bible, it would be the land of the Bashan. I guess you remember the name Bashan and Golan. By the way, Golan in the Bible was one of the sheltered cities. There were actually seven sheltered cities. Criminals at the time were not be sent to uh, were not sent to uh, jail and uh, prison and uh, be in a cell. They were sent to sheltered cities, which, when you think of it, it's a very very uh, 
I would say advanced kind of a system. So you try to really take them away from society in order to try and rehabilitate them. So you don't do it when they are in, you know, in prison and sitting in uh, cages and jails. You actually send them to cities. They have relatively normal lives among people like them. And you have a period of time to try and get rehabilitated. And then you maybe try to get back to society. Uh, but it's not uh, the conditions we have today in jails. So they had shelter cities. Golan was one of them. That was the name of one of those cities in the land of the Bashan. Land of the Bashan would be what it is, the Golan Heights, into Syria. So um, that's to have the, the context of what, where the name actually came from. Uh, so it's all biblical. By the way, speaking of the land of Israel, you probably know it's the Holy Land, the Promised Land. Uh, the best guiding book for the country would be the Bible, which is definitely the bestseller ever. More copies of it have been sold in the world than any, all the Harry Potters together. Um, and, and that's for a reason. So basically, if you know the references, of the different sites in the land of Israel, the Bible would be the best kind of uh, guiding book for, for traveling through the country. Um, by the way, look at the lake now. You can see that haze, foggy haze. Uh, I guess you remember the, that morning when uh, Jesus saw the, I mean, the disciples saw Jesus after the resurrection by the Sea of Galilee, where re, when he reinstated Peter to be to be the one to take his place. Think of that boat being in the early in the morning with the haze, early sea, uh, trying to catch some fish. So I mean oh, that John haze 21. is very, very typical to the okay. to that area, um, almost throughout the year. So from here you can really see it like very, very clearly. We just drove by here. We're going to visit later on with the trees over here, with those eucalyptus trees. This is the Mount of the Beatitudes. Uh, we're going to visit it later on today, which just gave the sermon on the mount which is probably one of the most important teachings in, in history. Um, so, um, getting back to the maps of Fumpanias, you know, the three tributaries of the Jordan River merged together into the Jordan River to feed the Sea of Galilee, which is a freshwater lake. And this Jordan River continues the whole way to the Dead Sea, which is the lowest place on Earth. So that's where it ends. Okay. Um, Throughout history, we've not had any separation between the two banks of the Jordan River. The, this separation is modern. It's from done actually done by the Brits, 1921-22. So it's very very artificial. What makes Jordan is an artificial state. It's been actually created, formed, and everything else by the British uh, in the 20s of the 20th century for political reasons, of course. So uh, that separation is in a way very artificial throughout history. It's always been under one regime, under one uh, ruling, um, up to really, as I said, up to modern times. Um, that means that the history of Jordan would be very similar to the history of Israel. Because again, when we open maps, and we will, of the time of the Bible, the time of Jesus, or even earlier, the time of the Israelites, you'll be able to see two and a half tribes basically stayed on the other side of the Jordan River. That's always been part of the same kind of piece of land up to modern times. Um, what else is important in the heart of the country? Uh, I don't remember if you have it in your map, but I'll show it to you later. That's that's kind of uh, very interesting. You see in my map, there's like a colored area with some yellowish and grayish kind of colors in the very, very heart of the country. Uh, if you take a line, try to envision a line going from here 
all around here to Jerusalem and then around the southern part of it, all of this would be what we call the West Bank. So West Bank referred to the West Bank of the Jordan River. So literally the entire state of Israel except for the Golan Heights would be West Bank. But it's a political expression referring to the territories along the West Bank of the Jordan River captured by Israel from Jordan during the war of 1967. And these are more or less, it's about 24% of the land and try to envision that line going around this colored area in the center of the country. We'll talk about it, we'll discuss it, we're also going to drive through parts of the West Bank as we go to Shiloh, to Shiloh. Uh, so we'll talk about the geopolitics as well. Today, and at Jesus' time. Because again, Samaria, the Samaritans, who are the Samaritans? Whether Jesus walked through that land or not, I mean, that's a very, very interesting discussion as well. So um, our main, I would say, task of this week is to try and bring back to life the time, the lives, the societies, the landscape of the time of Jesus, and to try and to see what we what we can see today uh, in comparison to 2,000 years ago. That's what I was saying. Like, and it's different now because we yeah, have uh, thinking about Jesus and the disciples. So this is uh, the map. Walking, walking, it's different. 